We're on a mission from God. Wendy? So I got that going. Darling? Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Light of my life. We enjoy your films. I am a human being. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Welcome to Vintage Video, where we're re-watching the 80s so you don't have to. We'll be reviewing every major film release of the 1980s in chronological order, overanalyzing what you've seen and spoiling what you haven't. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. I'm Jesse Bayless. And I'm Richard Wells. And today marks the 40th anniversary of New Year's Eve, December 31st, 1980. Over the course of 2020, we have now reviewed 168 titles from 1980, we currently have 179 titles planned for 1981, and as of this morning, the full list is available at VintageVideoPodcast.com. In the interest of completism, we are changing how we do things a bit to make sure that every title is covered and that we all survive the year sane. Moving forward, we are swapping out our 40th anniversary posting schedule for a simple chronological order release schedule. As a result, we will have one new episode posting each Wednesday and Saturday in perpetuity. Just forever, we're going to be talking about the 80s. So that's why our intro changed. Yes. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> it will take us more than a year to review all of 1981. Uh, I think when I laid out the schedule, we'll be finishing 1981 in September of 2022, and it'll go later every year because there's more movies every year. But if we want to give each title the attention it deserves... As we all head back to work full-time in 2021, this is the best way to move forward and keep the show what it's been. In addition, we are also debuting a couple other new changes, including a Discord and a YouTube channel. If you're not familiar, Discord is basically a collection of connected chat rooms, and our Discord will be a non-Twitter forum for us to communicate directly with you guys about the movies we cover, how we run the podcast, and entertainment news in general. I would also like to use Discord to get your thoughts on certain films or their cast and crew in advance of our records to include on the show. Our YouTube channel will not include any video at this time, but some listeners have made it known that YouTube is their preferred podcast listening platform. Because we already have hundreds of episodes posted, our YouTube channel will obviously not be following the anniversary format either. Instead, we will be dropping all of our 1980 titles, three a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, until we catch up with the new episode posting schedule. To celebrate finishing our first year of the podcast, we wanted to take some time to look back on some of the common themes of the year and test each other's memory on what we've watched. Each of us has prepared a bit of trivia for the others, but as actual listeners of the podcast, Jesse and I will have a distinct advantage. I don't actually listen much anymore. I don't commute. I've but lost three hours of my podcast listening time. You'll get it back. Maybe you'll do better next year. Yeah, it, but we've also, I've also lost three hours of editing time when I go back to driving to work. But wait, are you saying this isn't a live show? This is this is live. Okay, for us. Richard, do you have any idea how much work we put in when you're not here? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you guys are recording these. <laughs> So why don't we start with Richard's trivia? Why don't you explain oh, okay. the rules of your oh, okay. game here? Uh, so I came up with a kind of weird, convoluted game. I'm going to explain all the little details of it here. Um, I'm going to read you a synopsis of a film written by our good dear Leonard Moulton. Okay. Uh, so they will be vague. Um <laughs> And uh, I'm going to have to make them extra vague to try to make the game a little bit more interesting. <laughs> when Wait. it's too obvious? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're vague and you're making them vaguer? Well, <laughs> I can understand how we might have to censor information. Okay. Yes, exactly. All right. All right. Yeah. Fair, so, fair like, enough. 
uh like for example we'll we'll get, we'll get to it but like i'll say things like the director rather than saying okay. the sure. director okay sense. fair enough um but this game is gonna be a little different because i'm going to start you off both off with 10 points uh and if you get a question right you get an additional point but if it's too vague and you need help you can buy a hint but whoever buys the hint gets first crack at the, at the hint did you pre-write hints too i did pre-write hints <laughs> Perfect. I love you. I only have one, though, <laughs> per question. So, so you better not be dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess we will start. I don't think I'm going to be good at this. I, I, don't, you will. Okay. I don't remember anything about Get ready. 1980. I'm just hoping ready to um, lose that trivia. my formulas oh. are going to work with this math. Why can't I see the formula bar? There it is. Formula bar. I want the formula. <laughs> <laughs> we want the formula. I want right. the formula. <clears throat> Question number one. This is a two-star from Leonard Moulton. Flashy, but empty-headed outer space opus. A good-looking package with nothing inside. Wow, you left flashy in there? <laughs> oh, then maybe it's not what I thought it was. Flash Gordon? I was going to go That with is incorrect. Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh, also incorrect. Ooh. Galaxina? No. Saturn 3. Saturn 3. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was sure that was a blatant reference to Flash Gordon. Right? Well, that's when when you said that, it then was I was trick. like, "Oh, maybe I'm yeah. wrong." No, no, like I tried to I tried to be I tried to be tricky with somebody. No, it's good. Um uh my hint was uh a, this established a unit of measurement for 1 million dollars. <laughs> yes. Are we keeping score on these or this is just for fun, correct? I, I am keeping score. Okay. Of course you are. <laughs> there is no scoring in the game that I came up with. <laughs> just just so you know. I don't. I don't. She's I better don't go than like us. That. Next question, also a two star. Crude, tasteless, but occasionally lively comedy. The director had his name removed from the credits and advertising, but the film isn't that bad. Up the Academy. Correct. Hmm. And it is that bad, Leonard. It's terrible. <laughs> you were mistaken. <laughs> uh, my hit. My hint on this is very on the news. On the news. Yep. <laughs> On the news. Uh, my hit on this one is very on the nose. Um, all the TV releases had Alfred E. Newman removed. Mm. Yeah. So that would have made it very clear. All right. And if if you get bored of these questions, let me know. We can stop the game at no. any time. No, I like these. <laughs> I only came up I only came winning. up with 10 questions. So Good, because I have like 40. So we need to get on with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Question number three. Three stars. Familiar but satisfying fantasy yarn. Perfect TV fare, although better viewed in widescreen. Fantasy. Star Wars? Empire Strikes Back? No? Okay. Hawk the Slayer. Incorrect. So I like that you went. There's no way he liked that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy a hint. All right. Jesse's buying a hint. (laughs) So she gets first shot at the. Correct. Okay. Uh, This movie contains one of our more heated time travel arguments. Okay. <laughs> when time ran out? No. Oh. There's no time travel. There's no time me. travel. Oh, time I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. I was. I know what you're thinking of. I was focused. Try again. I was focused. <laughs> the final countdown. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you said heated, and I thought volcanoes, and yes. my brain said time. Well, it also has volcanoes. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Next, two and one half stars. Or two and a half stars. Are these know. arranged from lowest star to count to highest? Star? No, no, I, okay. it's all it's all random. Oh, okay. 
So because I, I have a bomb in there. If I buy a hint and then I get it right, you get the same point. I'm back. basically just breaking even and preventing Patrick from getting a point. Correct. <laughs> You're just fast forwarding to the next yeah. question. I didn't think this game out very well. Just so you know, <laughs> the game mechanics could use some work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like come I'll up buy with a game. You're, you're all, you're all, you guys are just like come up with a game. It's easy. I was like, oh. it doesn't have to be a game. It was just trivia. It was just fun. Keep all going. Right. Next is two and a half stars. Uh oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> loving the first sentence. Sorry. One of the better midlife crisis films. Oh my There's god. So many. <laughs> uh, though the major asset was the opening sequence. Oh my god, that's not a change of seasons, is it? It's change of seasons. Oh my god, that's a major asset. <laughs> yep. What? A, you're a major asshat, Leonard Bolton. <laughs> well, good. I was like thinking the high cost of living. That animation was garbage. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's it's Bo Derek. Yeah. In the hot okay, tub. I see. I see. It's better Ugh. than the crappy animation in the beginning. Of one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, oh my god, I have to put that one in. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> Uh, see, next one is three stars, a wistful tale. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> a wistful tale of how chance encounters alter lives, how camaraderie between friends is everlasting, how men always do the asking, but women do the deciding. Falling in love again? No. Okay. I don't think anybody saw that, let alone Leonard Maltin. <laughs> Who knows? Uh Middle age crazy? Nope. Somewhere in time? No. <laughs> <laughs> Although somewhere in time is very wistful. <laughs> and the lady did the deciding. Yep. Come back to me. <laughs> Last married couple in America? No. Wait, wait. Say okay, wait, say it one more time. You guys should be losing points for these wrong questions. That's what I think I should be doing wrong. Yeah. You guys should be losing points for wrong. <laughs> or English. we should not keep track. <laughs> Alright. I just won't keep track. <laughs> But I do have a hint ready. Okay, let's hear the, the hint. hint. I'll, buy, I'll buy the hint. What's All right, the hint? the hint is big. It's a retelling of Jules and Jim. Oh, Willie and Phil. Yep. Willie and Phil. Wistful. <laughs> All right. Men do the asking, women do the deciding. I don't know about that. I don't think anybody decided anything. Yeah, I was going to say there was no decisions I think, made. <laughs> I think Phil did all the deciding in that movie. Uh, next, number six, is three and a half stars. Hilarious. Yet thought provoking with endlessly quotable dialogue. Uh, airplane? Nope. Caddyshack? No. <laughs> Is it going to be like comically Some, stupid? Something we've never quoted <laughs> before in our lives. It's, it's, it's something that has a lot of comedy, but. Uh, Blues Brothers? Saying it's hilarious. Uh, is I think going far I think it has levity and seriousness uh, the hint is that it is part two of an unofficial trilogy ninth configuration yep the ninth configuration <laughs> okay. hilarious yet thought provoking with what? endlessly quotable dialogue it's, what? it's pretty funny endlessly quote something from that movie I think the end of the world just came for that bag of Fritos in my pocket <laughs> okay alright you don't count <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I again this was Purposely chosen because of things like the Blues Brothers <laughs> and Airplane, where everyone quotes those things. I was yeah. Like, oh, it's endlessly yeah. quotable. But- it's just because it was earlier in the year. <laughs> they didn't have uh, they didn't have Airplane yet, so he's like, must be uh, Ninth Configuration. This is, this is the only thing I've quoted so far today. <laughs> uh, I love Ninth Configuration. This isn't a slight against Ninth Configuration. No. no. It's in my top ten. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, round seven. I don't know why I say perfect. Uh, two and a half stars. A whodunit made enjoyable by the stars. No, it's not. <laughs> Private eyes. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> if he had said that, I would have really been mad. <laughs> Uh, our doc, Dr. Fu Manchu. What's, what's Oh, no, movie? that's a, that's a good okay. thought. I hadn't thought of that one. Mm. Oh, uh, Bogart's mirror, face. Mirror cracked. Mirror cracked. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those are all four whodunits, yep. though. <laughs> all right, you ready for this one? Bomb. Absolutely awful. Takes place in the Caribbean. <laughs> that's all he that's... had to say. <laughs> zombie? Uh, is it a zombie? It is not a zombie. The <laughs> island? The island. What an <gasps> asshole! <laughs> what? Yep. Oh, it's so good. I I, I did like I one of the, my hint was actually a <gasps> quote from him. You know you're in trouble when the when David Warner plays the only normal guy. <laughs> yeah, he's totally normal <laughs> in that movie. He's not an inbred pirate crazy person. Nope, totally fine. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Uh, yep. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Number nine. Another bomb. Illogical, unrealistic scenario frantic direction musical score for the heart of hearing can't stop the music no xanadu nope the apple no oh that's a good guess yeah you want the hint not yet musical uh flash gordon no all right uh, so this is my own creative writing. <laughs> Let's see if you can get it from my crazy hit. The version we watch was rated DNL for definitely not lesbians. Times Square. Times Square. Wow. Okay. Because of how to 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 understand that quote, it's because they removed all the relationship story from that film to make mm. it seem like they're just good friends. They're just good friends. <laughs> not nothing. No homo. Who barely talk to each other because there's music playing over all of their scenes together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, last one. Number 10, Another Bomb. I guess I did kind of go in an order. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, oh, God. Here we go. Sophomoric, depressingly unfunny, drug-oriented comedy for people who think the word quaalude is automatically funny. Where the Buffalo Realm. No. No. Okay. I mean, it's a... Quaalude's at least a funny word. Yeah. I, I had never seen it spelled until this. <laughs> so I did not know how it was spelled. The hint is people almost got killed by a tank. Oh, Gorp? Gorp. Yep. Oh, this, God. Th- I don't even remember anyone Were there saying Quaaludes Quaaludes? In Gorp? Right? I don't remember Quaalude being in that movie, but this was from the letter Moulton. Okay. Well, at least he's right that it was terrible. I mean, I at first I was going to say Gorp, but I'm like, well, there's definitely no Quaaludes in that movie, so. Yeah. All right. People cool. who think the word "gorp" yeah. is funny would have made better sense. Um, I, I had these some of some of my, some of my alternates. Um, two stars. This passable time killer wastes good cast on another Omen ripoff. The, the Awakening? Awakening. No. There's another Omen ripoff this year. Yeah, and I, I didn't. I don't feel that it's correct. Omen but. Rip-off. Think of just an evil child. The Changeling? No. Um, Movies with an evil child. Oh, The Visitor. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was an Omen ripoff. So the rest of them are, the rest of them are dumb. All right. Did you want to go next, or should I go next? Um, we'll we'll save yours. We'll I'll go next. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I throughout the year have been 
keeping track of themes because I think one of the cool things that we can see as somebody who's literally watched every single movie from a year is the things that keep popping up over and over and over again. And some of these are going to continue to pop up over and over again in the 80s, which will be interesting as we approach the whole decade and and sort of see, you know, how things become a movie trope. And it's just like if we're really kind of identifying them along the way. Uh, so I kept running tallies of things that kept happening in all of the movies. And some of these are really straightforward you'll you'll get them right off the bat in terms of which movies included these things and some of them are a little bit more obscure and funny and ridiculous that they happened in multiple movies so uh to give you to give you a hint of one that we've mentioned many times before on the podcast there were six movies that i wrote down that were midlife crisis or divorce movies from the year so if you guys can name those six movies um well, you guys want to go back well, and forth? <laughs> well, I mean, like, what, what, well, change of seasons. Yep. Last married couple in America. Correct. Middle age crazy. Yeah. Um, serial. Mm-hmm. God. Um. Hmm. I named one for a bad animated opening sequence a moment ago. How to beat the high cost of living. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. loving couples. And loving couples. Loving there you couples. go. Okay, yeah. so those were the six midlife crisis movies of the year. All right, I have seven that include Nazis. Which seven movies included Nazis <laughs> in some way this year? We'll alternate again. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll start I'll, with I'll, Blues is, Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Take the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with The Formula. <laughs> That's Correct. the other easy one where they're front and center. <laughs> um, Nazis. Uh, Man with Bogart's Face. I don't have that one. Was there a Nazi in there? Yeah. Okay, well, then there were eight. I'm going to add that to the list. <laughs> Uh, boy. Oh, um, uh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get this wrong. Cause I always get mix up the title. Death ship. Correct. Oh yeah. Nazi ghosts. Uh, I did not see ghosts. You want some clues? <laughs> did we make that joke? That's what Haley Joel Osment would have said on that boat. <laughs> I did not see ghosts. You guys want some clues? Uh, we'll give, uh, Pat. Yeah. Give me a second here. Okay. here. Um, trying to think of other time oh i got one go for it well yeah what do you got the ninth configuration correct oh of course those were nazi costumes but yeah. still nazis yeah, yeah. yeah do you have a hand all right one of them actually takes place during world war ii oh, oh the big red one correct uh one of them uh we we already named as one of our uh whodunits Oh, uh, the private eyes. Correct, because mm. that that lady, the what, yeah, the she, housekeeper, that, yeah. lady is a is a Nazi technically. And the last one, uh, I think that they're Nazis because they have Nazi symbols on this biker gang. Oh, any which way you can. Correct. Oh yeah. There you go. Okay, uh, there were eight movies that uh in, that centered around or included therapists. Well, that's Serial again, right? Yeah. Correct. Serial. Richard Benjamin. No, Peter Boners was the... Oh, was it Peter Boners? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think, think Richard, Benjamin Richard Benjamin was, was, a was in that one. There's the curly-haired guy. Is that Boners? Peter Boners, yeah. yeah. Richard Benjamin wasn't in Serial, yeah. but he would have fit perfectly in that Yeah. Um, 
therapists. Uh, Dress to Kill. Yes. Hmm. Windows. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I actually didn't have Windows, so that one is number nine <laughs> for the year. God, there's so many. You think I would? Let me know when you want clues. We just named one for including Nazis. Death Ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no Death Ship. At least three of the remaining ones, uh, people died in them. Hmm. Phobia. Correct. Oh, there you go. Jeez. This one's hard. I can give you clues. Yeah, give us clues. All right. Uh, we have a Best Picture winner. Oh, Ordinary People, of course. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, we had one that is both immensely quotable and contains Nazis. <laughs> I'm just referencing things we've just said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, the ninth configuration. Correct. There oh my you goodness. Go. <laughs> is, is there a therapist in that? The, the, well, yeah. The whole yeah, point is that they're, they're, they're in they're, therapy. They're, they're yeah, therapy. They're, and he's supposed to be the therapist, but it ends up being his brother. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, now the other the other ones are a little less obvious. Uh, I was gonna say maybe fatso. I don't have fatso well, on I there. I don't really know if that's therapy more than than like oh a, when yeah. he goes to the like the meetings the sessions yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have one that centers around scissors. Oh, uh, schizoid. Of yes, course. schizoid. That's a good one. Um, and now the other two, I think one is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, haunted vehicle. I guess I'll give you a clue. <laughs> the hearse. Yeah, the hearse. Where was the therapist in that? Um. She Oh, she sees a therapist sees at the beginning and she says she's leaving town mm-hmm. to get away from her problems. Yeah, so that one's not centered around therapists like the other ones. But are. it has a so therapist. So that one's a little bit of a stretch. And then again, this one again doesn't center around a therapist, but centers around somebody who there is a therapist in it and the person should be seeing that person more instead Stardust of memories. instead of hitting them over the head with a uh, a bust in their office. And oh, then, uh coast to coast. <laughs> coast to coast. Mm. But I think Stardust Memories probably you could consider it as much as coast to coast <laughs> yeah i well i just remember there's the part where he's like i can't remember if he says therapist or a psychoanalyst and he's like yeah i'm a psychoanalyst this is my pipe when he's like approaching that monster oh that was loose shoes no that was in stardust memories. oh was that in stardust memories it was one of his films okay uh i have nine films that included roller skatings this year okay well i think the obvious one of that one is xanadu correct yeah. Uh, Willie and Phil had a roller skating That's sequence. That's right. Did uh, Can't Stop the Music have roller skating? Yes, they did. I was did. like, of course it did. Yes, they did. W- were they roller skating outside the diner in Hollywood Nights? They were. Yes, they were. Oh, Last Married Couple, he goes roller skating with Dom DeLuise. Does he? Yeah. yeah. I don't even have that one. <laughs> All right. Last Married Couple. So that's number 10 on my list. Is there any roller skating in Midnight Madness? Yes, there is. Uh, there's some in Heaven's Gate. There is some in Heaven's oh, Gate. Oh, yeah. Heaven's Gate is a roller rink. Uh, there's one in which I would say is roller derby instead of roller skating. Because they're beating each other up while they're roller skating. They're beating each other up? Little Miss Marker? Nope. Featuring uh, an, an action hero who I am a sucker for. Oh, um, 
gosh darn it, the brawl. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Big, uh, the big brawl. The big, big brawl. brawl with that's Chan. right. Yep. That's right. I was going to say backyard brawl, but I don't think that that's it. Nope. Uh, so there's one where our female lead, I guess we'll call it a female lead, uh, works at one. Oh, uh, United Skates of America, Fade to Black. Fade to Black. There you go. Um, and then the last one that you haven't named, uh, I don't even remember roller skating in this one. So <laughs> there's Perfect. a chicken costume in it, though. <laughs> Tribute? Yeah. I think he takes the girl on a date roller oh, skating. Oh, you're right. You're She's right. making fun of how many pads he's putting on. You're right. It is a very brief scene. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's four films that I have really awkward uh, ice cream moments. Hmm. <laughs> like like weird ice cream moments. <laughs> All right. Start rolling out some hints here. Okay. One is an ice cream fight. Oh, uh, with Willie Nelson. Yes. Uh, Honeysuckle, Honeysuckle Rose. Rose. Um. You can see why I blanked that out because I can I can remember it now and I just remember cringing. It's like Ugh. I had to see a therapist about that. Uh, there's one uh, in which I don't even know. I don't know if the guy died, but his head ended up in a bucket of ice cream. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the stuntman. Yes. Uh, there's one in which she eats ice cream in multiple scenes in a row. One of which is a baseball ice cream. Oh, uh, it's my turn. Yes. These aren't really great hints. I'm just telling you what happens. No, he's getting them, so they are great hints. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I don't actually remember this scene, so I don't remember why there was an awkward ice cream scene in it, but I'll just tell you. Maybe you can remember the scene. There is a head in a fish tank in this movie. Oh. Uh, he knows you're alone. Yeah. Do you remember the ice cream scene in that? Because I wrote it down, but I don't remember the ice cream scene. It, are they at the fair and something weird oh, happens with no, the ice cream? Oh, uh, no. When she bumps into him outside the ice cream place and he's Oh, and he knocks, knocks ice cream her all dress. over her. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I do remember that now. Okay. Um, I have a bunch of more long ones. Uh, so I don't know. If I think wanna... they work fine as long as we have hints. Okay. Uh, I have eight of them that include weird bath scenes, like actually in the bath. And that could mean a hot tub, right? Uh, I actually have a separate category of eight of them that have hot tub scenes. Okay, so <laughs> bath, bath specifically. We could do baths, and then we could do hot tubs next. Oh, we have Oh Heavenly Dog. Correct. Mm. That's it. That's all of them. Yeah, that's everything. Nope. There's a uh, there's one. Oh, where the changeling. The changeling. Yeah. Oh there's a murder God! In yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's there's picking out your future wife in one. With your sister, who you're also probably having sex with. Caligula. <laughs> uh. um, there's one where the bathtub keeps uh, leaking or overflowing. Oh, uh, what's it called? Uh, nothing personal. Correct. Um, we have some more sexy time in a bathtub uh, in this Western, in this Closing of the West film. Oh, Tom Horn? Yep. Mm. And there's also, uh, isn't there a bathtub in Rough Cut? Yes, there is. Yep, they take a bath in rough coat as well. And then there is one in this movie that has a ucky old lady who wasn't always an old the lady. The Shining. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, and then I have one good. more. <laughs> this is really good, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have one more. Um, I think it's a. I think you could call it a bathtub, but um, 
it might be called something else when it's uh for medical purposes and at like a, a hospital or a medical facility and you oh phobia there you go she drowns in it yep yeah is that all of them that is all of them do you want to do hot tubs or showers next because i have 10 showers and oh i already got tubs. one i got a shower loaded and ready all right <laughs> let's do showers death ship there you go all, oh, the death yeah. ship references. <laughs> all right I don't even like that movie. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's clear you do. Well, that shower scene was crazy. Yeah. Yes. Because the guy's like, blood the guy, the guy goes, goes, with blood. stay there. I'll go. <laughs> She's just screaming. Perfect. All right. You got nine more shower scenes to figure out, okay, guys. Showers. Psycho. That's 1980, right? No, neither of them. <laughs> The Shining doesn't count, right? Even though it was like a bathtub shower. Correct. The Shining does not count. These are all right, legitimate right, right. happen in the shower scenes. We have a couple of murders or attempted murders around in, showers. In showers. Oh, uh, Fade to Black where he's getting Correct. the autograph. We have Fade to Black, which is basically Psycho. Yeah, you already true. said that. <laughs> we have some steamy stalking happening in one that Richard was very upset whether or not it was a dream sequence. Dressed to kill. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have a mob of guys attacking another guy in the shower, and you think that they might do something to him, but it's just a warning. Oh, uh, defiance. Defiance. Oh, right. <laughs> he just whips the curtain open, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, you, I'll deal with you later. Broke into his apartment. <laughs> what do you, wait, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> there was one where we were hoping for more blood coming from the mouth. Oh, uh. To all a good night. To all a good night. Mm. Showerhead. The literal showerhead. Ooh, I might add an 11th to this. How many are we down to here? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. We need five more. You've only got half of them. Uh, we have one in which the murder happened right after the shower. And it was very graphic. A slow close-up graphic murder. <laughs> nothing nothing, nothing. where she was stabbed in the eye <laughs> you don't remember a movie where a lady was stabbed Zombie? in the eye oh, yes that's right <laughs> she was fresh out of the shower yes but you know she gets out of the shower that's like open to the whole world right like, it's with just the 90 most... mirrors <laughs> yes with so many mirrors I have so many more to do guys yeah I, I don't know if I got any more alright so we have the hers so we have that guy. Oh, he dies he in the dies shower. He dies in the shower. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we have a small circle of friends because that's when they like do the the run into the shower to hide the girl that's in the right. bathroom. Yep. And with, yeah, it's weird. Um, we have Baltimore Bullet. So that's the. He's with with the girl in the shower when the guy comes in and says, hey, we can get in on this. Yes. Big yes. game. Very weird. Uh, and then we have Folks. Or North Sea Hydra. Oh, when he's warming the girl up. Yes. Before he realizes she's, she's a girl. Yeah, he didn't yeah. know she was a girl. All right, so yeah. then we have t- eight hot tub movies. I think we skip hot tubs since okay. we did bath, we did and, bath. and shower. Um, okay, so hit us up on Twitter for the hot tub movies. Yeah, if you, how many you said eight? I have eight. I have eight that hot tub movies, one of which is kind of a question mark because I don't know if you consider it a hot tub or a bath. Yeah. Um, I have 12 movies some of which are kind of question marks uh, of that feature murdered dogs. Murdered dogs. 
Dogs get murdered in 12 movies this year. I think the two most blatant ones are Oh Heavenly Dog and Saturn 3. And I had a question mark at Oh Heavenly Dog. Yeah, well, well the dog the definitely dog, dies, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's a murder. Yeah, okay. I so, mean, people knew it was going to happen before it happened. Yeah. yeah. Saturn 3 definitely is a murdered dog. Um, there's one in which uh, a bunch of dog, a bunch of dogs get murdered. And they think it was a creature, but they blame the Indians. Oh, humanoids from the deep. <laughs> and there's also the the children. The children where they kill the dog. Yep, they they kill a dog. Uh, there's a dog strung up from a tree in this one, Ooh, as Jesus. a woman went to go find oh, her. Oh, Mad Max. Yep, there you go. Uh, these dogs were killed. Uh, <laughs> a lot of dead dogs. <laughs> yeah, this is really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> these dogs were killed by. Uh, scientists uh doing experiments oh the uh alligator oh oh yeah they, they ripped out the bunches of alligator or well, dunks, but he ripped out their the vocal cords yeah. first yeah. oh man that movie and how about a dog uh being sold for its fur after it died oh and little miss marker <laughs> yeah such a dick move tell him it was a wolf <laughs> Uh, then we have one that we fight with a carving knife, an electric carving knife. <laughs> you remember that? Mm-mm. The exterminator. Oh. <laughs> when he's getting attacked at oh the my mob God, guy's yeah. house. Uh, we have Raise the Titanic. I'm sorry. I was supposed to give a clue and not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, yeah, the now I'm trying to wonder. Oh, what... <laughs> at the very beginning, the dog in the Arctic, when they're finding the mine, he shoots it. Yes, he shoots That's the, the first dog. thing we see our hero do in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> shoot a dog. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have 10 because uh two of the one 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 line said joke answers, so that doesn't count as an answer. And the other two uh were joke answers. <laughs> uh so the joke answer is nothing personal because some pups were killed in the making <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> and uh ninth configuration, some dogs were fired. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't oh, killed, but they were fired. They were fired from they acting fired from a acting. Shakespeare play. Yeah. Okay, so those were joke answers. There was only nine. <laughs> there was only nine. I lied. Okay, so there's four films in which cars chase airplanes down runways. Uh, Herbie Goes Bananas. Yes. Rough Cut. Yes. This airplane has more than just people on it. There's some animals on it. Oh, Noah's Ark? Yep. Because they're chasing him to... Yeah, they're yeah. trying to warn mm-hmm. him that he's got the kids in there. Uh... And then this one, our lead actor in this one is a musician. Oh, Honeysuckle Rose? No. 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 One Trick Pony? Mm. Lead actress, musician. There was airplanes in that movie, though. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you this one so you can move on. Roadie. Hmm. Chases. Oh, when they uh, fly it out of the hangar. Yeah. That's right. They drive the car into a plane while the cops are chasing Oh. Them. Uh there are two movies this year that contain accidental massage parlor evacuations. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's Don't Answer the Phone. Yes. Yeah. And Cheech and Chong's Cheech and next Chong, movie. Correct. I have three movies that contain cars chasing each other across the desert. Well, used cars. Yes. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit 2. Yes. Oh. And Mad Max? Uh, yeah, I counted Mad Max as okay. well. I have two movies that contain 
people snorting laundry soap. <laughs> oh yeah, what, what, oh, I loved that scene so much. One of so them much. is in Roadie for sure. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Uh, it's uh, Cheech and Chong's next movie again because Cheech snorts a bunch of it in the car. Mm-hmm. Double check that. Was one it where the guy starts and goes, ah, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> screaming and bleeding yes. immediately? <laughs> He's like bubbling blood out of his yeah. nose. <laughs> it's too real. Yeah. Oh, we might skip this one. Why? I have three three movies with unusually large numbers of houseplants. <laughs> uh, well, the Changeling. Yeah. Uh, to all a good night. Yeah. Um. This one hasn't. Can't in- stop the music. I- Indian wa- watering plants. Yeah. Can't stop, <laughs> can't the, music. stop the music. Okay. That was a good one. We got we got it. <laughs> yeah, you good. You good. You're doing good on these. These are going a little faster because I have less in the category. I have um three movies that have sauna scenes. So uh, like old men in saunas. Loving, <laughs> no, Last Married Couple. Last Married Couple, yes. Yeah. Blues Brothers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're all in the sauna. Yeah. Um, and this one is. Oh, it's another one of those marriage movies. N- no? no, not really. It's more of a clip show movie. Oh, the gong show movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When he's talking about his love handles or whatever in yes. the sauna. Uh, so we have four movies whose story points revolve around fuel and gas state or, or fuel plants or gas gas plants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the obvious one for me would be the formula. Oh, that wouldn't have been the first one I picked. But yes, that is correct. Um, the children. The children. Yeah, that that would have been my obvious answer. Hangar eighteen has one. Yeah, I have that on the list. Okay. And then the last one I have almost crash into it. <laughs> The last one I have on the list, um, there is an explosion at it. So. Oh, uh, folks. No. Okay, we'll put five oh, on there. Yeah, I that's think, a good I one. think that's a, that counts. It's an oil rig, right? It's yeah. an oil rig. I'll put that down. No, oh, this one has an explosion on it that's not folks. Somebody dies. Oh, uh, Urban Cowboy. Correct. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have three movies that contain Donna Summers on the radio. <laughs> Three? Three. Well, obviously Foxes. Yes. Because it was for the soundtrack for that movie. I don't know enough about Donna Summers. I think uh, that that music is playing on the radio for the bomb that the guy brings into the station in the alligator. It is. And then there's one more, which we just named for having an exploding gas. Urban Cowboy? Yeah, it's an Urban Cowboy. Is it? Yeah. Okay. We'll double check that later. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this shit down a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have four movies in which a fog bank threatens a vehicle. Uh, the fog. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's a fog bank out there. <laughs> I can think of at least one more. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say Death Ship. <laughs> don't have Death Ship on there. Airplane. Airplane, yes. It's a vehicle. Oh, I would say of the, so. I have two more that's left. Oh, uh, Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon, correct? Because that's how they get separated. Because yep. there's fog mm. on the water. And I'll say the last one is not a ship or an airplane. It is a boat. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's a <laughs> land vehicle. Car gets separated by fog. Sort of. Something. It's cars threatened by perhaps a, a large larger than a car. Bus. Yes. 
Oh, uh, the children. The again. children. Yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, we have three movies in which Native American luck charms don't work. <laughs> uh, when time ran out. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> the Earthling. Yes. And one more. The last one is like a collection of Native American luck charms. Oh, Tom Horn. There you go. <laughs> would, would time run out? Count as, weren't they Polynesians? Well, it's oh. America now and they're <laughs> natives, right? Okay. Maybe not Native Natives. I will say not Native American. Where Native okay. luck charms do not but work. If you are if you lived in a place before it was America, then mm-hmm. aren't you a Native American? Was that island? Is it on Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The movie takes place in Hawaii. And it was then given yes. to him by a tribe on that island. Then I'm going to go with I'm right. All right. <laughs> I have two movies in which people wear bags on their heads. Well, the gong show movie. <laughs> and Mother's of, Day. And Mother's Day. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was an easy one. Oh, they busted at the gas station. Yeah. Okay. I have five movies where people are harassed by biker gangs. Any which way you can. Mm-hmm. Mad Max. Right. Okay. I have six movies in which people are harassed. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cereal. Uh, cereal, yes. Are there bikers in uh, Blues Brothers? I don't have that one. No, I don't think so. No. The other ones are more obscure here, and and they're not a central point of the movie. They just appear at some point in the movie. Do you have hints? Um. Yeah. So one of the gangs uh, harasses children. Oh, uh, the little dragons. Yes. Another one. <laughs> oh, there's another motorcycle gang. There's another motorcycle gang. Um, this one is in space. <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle gang in space. Oh, uh, Galaxina. Galaxina. Mm. Yeah. So that yeah. was. I should have combined those two lists. Harley Davidson. Ali <laughs> Davidson, or whatever they called it. One of them harasses a would-be murderer to stop him from murdering people, but. Oh, unsuccessfully. Oh, the time zone one. Yes. Oh, New Year's Eve. New Year's, New Year's Eve. That's then, right. Yeah. And then the last one. Uh, how do I give a clue for this? Well, there's a there's a mobile church. I don't I don't know. Holy to... Moses? No, no, not Holy Moses. The no. uh, in God, in we, God trust. we trust. Yeah. That was that was a bad clue. Um. I have three movies where you sh- where people are shouting. Uh at people through car speakers or speakers on cars oh blues brothers and in god we trust and one more oh uh uh smoking the bandit yes correct uh (laughs) yeah i have have two movies this year where people smoke while pregnant oh the children yes she apologizes for it (laughs) (laughs) there's one more which we just named as well um She's she's pregnant right at the end of the movie. Humanoids? <laughs> In God We Trust? In God We Trust, yeah. I don't remember her smoking. She does, but Yeah. Um like my like pregnant humanoids reference though. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Four movies in which people claim to be God. Uh In God We Trust. Yeah. Again. Um Earthling. Yes. G-O-D, that's my name. <laughs> um, claim to be God. It should be a pretty obvious one. Uh, ninth, ninth configuration? configuration? No. 
We went to the same place. <laughs> I don't remember. He doesn't necessarily claim to be God himself, but he says it could be anything. I mean, there's one in which a guy claims to be God, but he probably actually is God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Book two. There you go. <laughs> of course. I, I wipe so many of these movies just <laughs> as you out of my as head. As you should. <laughs> so there's still one? There's still one more. Uh, it's a little bit more obscure. Not, not oh, uh, obscure movie, but... Is it the god or a god? Does that make a difference? Is it Xanadu? It's no, it's not Xanadu. Okay. Oh, uh, the apple? No. With the Mr. Tops? No, but that's it a good claim that's a good try. <laughs> um No, this one this one the guy pronounces himself God. Uh because he feels very powerful. Oh, Caligula. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he has them elect him God. Yeah. My next, my next one is going to be Awakenings. <laughs> okay. Where she's essentially a living god. Yeah. Uh, and here's one that becomes, you know, a horror movie trope. We see it three times in horror movies this year. Being warned away from your vacation spot by a local. Friday the 13th? Yes. Without warning? Yes. Mother's Day? Yes. Uh, this one I I say is kind of is kind of trope like as well. Uh, mu- musicians abandon their families. We had it four times this year. Well, one trick pony. Jazz singer. Yes, yes. I've abandoned my child. Honeysuckle rose. Yes, and I would say the last one is me being judgmental. <laughs> musicians abandon their families. Roadie. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It's a female musician this time. Coal miners, daughter? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, abandon- yeah, that's fair. Um, I think I'm going to skip this one. People who aren't cops driving police vehicles. Oh, okay. I'm going to skip that one. Blues Brothers. <laughs> that, that's it? That is one of them. Oh, only three of them are ha- don't have question marks on them. Okay. Um, Without warning. Frenchmen scolding dogs. I have three of them? One of them has a, one of them has a question mark. Uh, let's one see. of them is Armand Asante and Private Benjamin. Correct. One of them is one of the killers from Mother's Day shouting in a French accent at an invisible dog. Yes. <laughs> well, one of them has to be Oh Heavenly Dog. Yes, oh, that is yeah. correct. But I don't remember. I'm just but trying to think. D- of doesn't she find it in Paris? She does. Mm. Um. I would say this becomes a, a, a trope as well. Uh, we have chasing people through a hall of mirrors. I have three of them this year. Um, Bogart's face. Yeah, yes. The visitor. Yes. And and this one ho- happened at a fun house um, when somebody snuck away. Carney. No. No. I, there might not have been a hall of mirrors in that one. There was not. Uh this person snuck away uh, to gamble when he shouldn't have. Oh, uh, Baltimore Bullet. Correct. Um, I have two movies with Rocky training sequence parodies in which the protagonist is wooing a girl who is out of his class. Um, at least one of them is fooling around. Maybe both of them are fooling around. <laughs> no, another one is uh, equally forgettable. Falling in love again? Yes. Uh, I have two movies in which Shirley MacLaine has an affair with a younger man when her <laughs> marriage goes bad. It's loving couples. couples and change of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
Some of these are just funny because they're so specific. <laughs> I, I have kind of a section like this, too, that's also just for two movies. I have cars get stuck in locks in Cloris Leachman movies. <laughs> two of them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Herbie Goes Bananas and Fooling Around. Yeah. <laughs> I have three movies in which the killer could be considered a transvestite. Dressed to kill. Dressed to wound. A schizoid? No. Cruising? No, I guess not. No. This one, that one of them, the killer, well... Oh, Fade to Black? No, I don't have Fade to Black on there. I mean, you would you consider him a transvestite? I mean, he's dressed up differently as he kills people. I don't think he's dressed uh, transgender, though. No. Um, one of these, I say... The, oh, uh, is it is one of them uh, Santa Claus? Yes. Okay, then yeah, the Tuala Good Tuala Good Night, because mm-hmm. the woman was wearing a male Santa Claus... It, it's a it's a stretch but then the other one i would say that the killer is not wearing their transvestite outfit while they are killing i don't know terror train oh okay oh that's a little bit of a stretch no no that's no that works i just didn't that absolutely works okay um awkward strip club performances i have three of them this year um melvin and howard yes that's the one that jumps to mind because Harry Steenburgen is wonderful. Yeah. But um, I just like the one that's in a cast. <laughs> trying to strip while she's in a cast. Um, uh, stir crazy? Mm-mm. No. Um, oh, uh, Times Square. Yes. So weird. And Schizoid? Yes. Schizoid okay. is the other one. Yeah. Very good. Nice. I have three movies in which psychos put pantyhose over their heads. <laughs> uh New Year's Evil. Mm-hmm. Boogeyman. Yeah. Oh, and Nicholas Worth does it in uh, Don't Answer the Phone. Correct. Very good. Good job. I have three three movies in which people threaten to mi- commit suicide in, in an effort to get a date. Three? You got any... I think falling in love again. He does. It. He says he's going to lay on the train tracks. Yes, one of our most recent films as well. Tries to hang. Oh, himself. tribute. Yeah, and then the other one is threatening suicide, but he's never really in any danger because he's a pro. Oh, uh, stunt rock. Stunt rock. Yeah. Oh. And he's like, I'm going to fall off of this rope if you don't date me. Yeah. Uh, and then I have three movies in which people swap out precious stones in order to trick people. Rough cut. Yes. Uh, Man with Bogart's face. Yes. How many movies? Three. Three. So there's one more? There's one more. They're using the stones in order to make something else in this movie. Oh, uh, uh, f- uh, Fu Manchu. Um, yeah. Mm. yeah. The fiendish plot of Dr. Yeah. Fu Manchu. All right. So I have like a half dozen other ones, but I think we, we've gone through the besties. Okay. I'll go through some of my just two titles. Um, in these two films, people are harassed by autonomous cars. 
the hearse. Herbie goes bananas. Those are the two. <laughs> uh, in these two films, kids get slapped hard. Uh, the children? Maybe. No. No. Um. Gloria? M- mirror cracked? No. I don't think the kid gets slapped hard no? in Gloria. Uh, here's a hint. Um, a star of a popular 90s sitcom does the slapping in one of the movies. A mother. Home improvement. Oh, what was she in? That was uh, Christmas Evil, right? Yeah. Remember she slaps Moss real hard? Was yeah. She wants to go to Mahjong night. Oh, right, right, right. And then the, the other kid that gets slapped uh, uh, gets slapped for making fun of her mom while she's recovering in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> why don't i remember that (laughs) do you not remember that she's recovering in the hospital because she was shot in the spine oh the visitor (laughs) oh my god oh yeah uh bonus points if you can come up with a 70s example of a kid getting slapped from one of our patreon reviews oh for some reason i remember us saying like she only liked to be in movies when she could slap no that was no that was that was oh right that was shelly winters yeah um this one it's a father slapping his son over and over and over again here's the last hint they call the father mr tibbs <laughs> oh sla- oh yeah okay, <laughs> okay. all right fair um, enough in these two films characters who overcame stutters suffer traumas and revert back to stuttering windows. ordinary people windows is one of them no not he really. didn't stutter in that no one? okay more recent than that much more recent oh that was um tribute yep yeah in these two films cops shout insults at people standing on the edge of a building to coax them down it works once and it doesn't work the other time um i always get the don't answer the phone correct and um, that's when it worked and then more recently it didn't work the guy's wearing a stan laurel mask Oh, that's that movie. I can't remember the title ever. I just remember that it's about time zones. New Year's Evil. There you go. In these two films, comedians are framed for robbing banks and woo lady attorneys. Stir crazy. Yep. Um, and uh, what is the name of that movie with Chevy Chase? Um, no. Yeah. What is the name of that one? Because it seems like old times. Seems like old times? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in these two films, a character loses their left arm to a shark. <laughs> uh, Bogart's face? Bogart's face is one of them. Uh, zombie? Yep. Yeah! <laughs> you go. Killing it. In these two films, people witness a drive-in movie without paying. Uh, New Year's Evil? Yep. Um motel hell that's right (laughs) nice in these two films a character is obsessed with old movies and kills a bunch of people fade to black Mm -hmm. um i was gonna say home movies (laughs) (laughs) no mirror cracked no come on she's kind of obsessed with old movies well because she's in them Mm -hmm. yeah anachronistically obsessed with old movies bogart's face there you go okay he doesn't kill the people, though. He does. He kills a bunch of people. I guess. 
In these two films, a character crashes a plane on an island with child and animal passengers and is attacked by castaways. <laughs> Last flight of Noah's Ark. And? Um, the island? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In these two films, royalty enjoy a stage performance from balcony seats. Um, Nijinsky? Nope. First family? No. Nope. Um, Private Eyes? Nope. Oh, no. Fu Manchu. Dr. Fu Manchu. Fiendish plot of Dr. Fu Manchu is one of them. Sorry. That's what I was thinking. Um, The other play looks super shitty. (laughs) Those lips, those eyes. No. (laughs) (laughs) The other play looks really shitty. And I, I can picture us mocking that play too, and I just can't think of what it is. We're not talking. It's in about black it. and white. Black and white. Oh, um, the Elephant Man. Yep. Mm. The princess takes him to see yeah. a play. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe she's not the princess, but she's royalty. She is. She is of royal blood. In these two films protagonists go on a road trip to raise money for their church using a vehicle with speakers on the roof (laughs) we kind of already said that one um in these two films steve mcqueen plays a real life bounty hunter who died as a result of his profession Mm. the hunter and uh the tom Tom horn Horn. yeah Yeah. in these two films jewish widows unwrap cuisinarts private benjamin <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got the other one, Richard? I don't. Um the It's my turn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Mike Douglas's mom <laughs> opens up a Cuisinart in that. In these two films, men named Diagolev manage ballet companies. <laughs> Najinsky. That's one. Um if it helps, I think the other ballet company is called Ballet 2000. The Apple? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So. Some of those were educated guesses. <laughs> so for the, my next section. Wait, um, can I? I I'm going to add one more to the. T- I have two movies in which deer randomly walk up to women in the woods. <laughs> deer walk up to women in the woods. Is that Little Darlings? No. Oh, I think that that happened. Um, one of them has no place to go. One of these women. It's Friday the Thirteenth. No, she has no place to go. She has. Mother's she can't, Day. She can't go back to her family. She can't go back to any of her husbands. Any <laughs> <laughs> of her husbands? I'm so confused right now. This is from 1980. Yes. I have no idea. So one of them is Tess. Okay. So she's nowhere to go, and that deer randomly walks up to her while she's sleeping in the woods. <laughs> I vaguely recall this. <laughs> and the other one, um, this one involves a woman who likes to heal people. Resurrection. Oh, okay, that's not this movie. This movie, I don't remember <laughs> what this movie is about. <laughs> Hold on, let me look up which movie this is. 
Which movie would Jess confuse with Resurrection? Oh, yes. Sorry. This Touched movie- by Love. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was a young girl. That's why I kept saying it was Fox's Little Darlings. I knew it was a young girl. No, it's Touched by Love and Tess, yeah. Okay. So for my next game, uh, there's actually a sound uh, section of it. So I'm going to play a clip for you. Um, and unfortunately, this overlapped a little bit with one of your lists. Sorry. Uh, it's okay because uh, I still have more. But this is a list of harbingers uh, warning people, warning away the out-of-towners. So uh, let me just cue some things up first. Okay, so each of these clips, um, I'm going to hit play. It's going to play twice for each clip, and then I'll pause it. So I'll, I'll turn it up as loud as I can. You guys listen to it. It'll play all the way through once. It'll play through again, and then I'll pause, and then you tell me which movie you think it's from. So here we go. This is the first Harbinger clip. I'd stay away from there if I was you. I'd stay away from there if I was you. Well, I think that sounds like Jack Palance, so I'm going to say without warning. That is correct. All right, here's our next Harbinger clip. Maybe the country's not the right place for you. Maybe the country's not the right place for you. I think that is from The Hearse. That is the priest from The Hearse. Nice. Here's your next Harbinger clip. I want you both to promise me that you will never, ever go over to the other side of the island. <laughs> I want you both to promise me that I know you will what never, that's from. ever go over to the other side of the island. That is from Blue Lagoon. I want you both oh. to promise me. <laughs> I, I, I was, it was, I was more like the background noise was. Oh yeah, it was, was a fi- campfire or something. No, I think that's the waterfall. They just found the skulls. No, this is this oh. is the night that Patty disappears. Oh okay. Um, here's the next clip. You go to Camp Blood, ain't you? <laughs> that one I know. I'll let you get that one. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, that's right. All right, here's your next Harbinger clip. I don't even need to play that one no. twice, do I? No. I recognize Hong Kong Fooey anywhere. That's jazz. Any guesses? The Shining. Okay, good. Here's the next Harbinger clip. Why do you want to go up there, lady? Don't go messing up and get burned. Why do you want to go up there, lady? Don't go messing up and keep burned. Is that Mother's Day? It is Mother's there Day. There you go. <laughs> Here's the next clip. It's not a cool place to hit. The natives claim it's cursed. They avoid it like the plague. It's not a cool place to hit. The natives claim it's cursed. They avoid it like the plague. Got you stumped with one. Um. Um. Is it when time ran out? No. No. But it is an island that they're going to. Is that the island? <laughs> oh the no, island. no no no! That's zombie. It's zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah. Here's the next harbinger clip. There's evil here. I can feel it. The, the devil's here. There's evil here. 
Is that the is that without warning? Nope. Is that that's not the changeling. No. But it's another example of the Harbinger being a red herring. But of course the Harbinger also usually dies, which happens to that character. He shares a name with one of the other characters from that clip list. Going to camp blood, ain't you? He's another crazy Ralph. Oh, that's from To All Good Night? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, for this next clip, <laughs> this one's a little trickier. These are music boxes. I'm going to play you the music, and you okay. tell me which movie they came from. Again, you get two chances to hear it on each one. might be the hearse that I is the hearse. i agree yeah that is the hearse here's the next one be the changeling it is the changeling I, I knew the changeling had a music box i just was like i can't just say the changeling well, after everyone <laughs> i i but i like i thought it was the changeling but the thing that the second time around i heard like a creak that sounded a little bit like a rocking chair like or a chair or something well, in there what what to me connects it to the changeling is that i can i cut it off right before it starts but he starts playing the piano along with it mm. and then i i remember the theme so much as it goes over into the piano sound um here's the next one Richard, you raised your hand. <laughs> I'm literally sitting on both of my hands. Um, I know what it is. <laughs> Go. Is it Blue Lagoon? No. Nope. No, shoot. I was thinking the rain was like when mm. she's in it the- It is raining for that scene. She's but. in the house like, and it's raining and she's looking at all the old stuff. Um, okay, so it's not Blue Lagoon. It's the lead character's favorite song. I think it was Rachmaninoff. Is it Five Easy Pieces? No. It's when uh, it's somewhere in time. It is somewhere mm, in time. Yeah. <laughs> is was that was Rachmaninoff? I can't remember when yeah. he tells her the composer, and she's like, "Oh, I know him. I've never heard that song." Uh 
I can't remember the name of the composer. I know I know that it was someone who didn't or existed but wasn't known and wrote that song between yeah. Yeah. their times. Yeah. Um here's the next clip. Is that one Blue Lagoon? No. Nope. <laughs> was there a music box in Blue Lagoon? No, not that I recall. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't want to tell you that until you'd embarrassed okay. yourself. Um, thank you. <laughs> that This one's harder to remember that there was even a music box in it. Mm. It's a film with aliens. It's the only film with aliens and a music box. It takes place the, on Earth the and visitor? it has aliens. No. That one. Hangar 18? No. Yeah, I guess there were aliens in Hangar 18. They're just dead already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a dumb idea for a movie. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> the, the alien uses frisbees. Oh, the, uh, without warning? Yeah, without warning. I don't remember a music box yeah. in there. She finds it in the house that was abandoned, and she says, my friend got me this music box when I was a kid or something like that. Oh. That's why she starts crying. And I don't like, remember that at all. <laughs> and then here's one from the 70s just as a bonus, if you can recall this one. There's a little bit of talking in here to help you along. house of dark shadows it is house of dark mm. shadows he gives it as a, a gift okay so i had one more game uh i made a list this is we have 22 more trivia questions oh lordy sort of um so i'm going to sing you don't look at my screen uh i i, I can't see through the pop filter so uh i am going to sing you a song from the movies that we've covered this year these are exclusively songs sung by characters in the scenes in the movie so it's not strictly soundtrack it has to be sung by a character in the movie in the scene okay these are in release order if that helps so i'll sing them and you tell me the movie that it's from some of them will be obvious some of them will be i have no fucking idea what you're talking about okay here's number one vagabond running only makes you see Running only makes you see your answer is another lonely day. Honeysuckle Rose? No. Any guesses, Jess? It's like literally our one of our first three or four films for the year. Mm. It's a holiday film. To All a Good Night? Yes. It's the terrible song that the guy sings to the guitar next to the fireplace. I don't remember that at all. Number two. I've got Pab's Blue Ribbon on my mind. Oh, that's Midnight Madness. That's correct. Mm. But maybe it'll turn to something that'll raise the Titanic someday. Raise the Titanic? Nope. <laughs> it's not raise the Titanic. But you fell for my trick. I always Death do. Ship? No. I'll try to sing it more like her. But maybe oh, it'll was- turn to something. Yeah. That'll raise the Titanic someday. That was Cole Miner's daughter. That's mm. Yeah. She's singing 
about the, the Titanic kids. sinking yeah. <laughs> to her children to help them sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next song. I was hatched from a witch's egg uh. and doomed to fly high like a crane with no legs. <laughs> do you, you want to answer this one, Richard? Nope. That's <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden zone. That's correct. Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> He's an English guy and he came to fight the Turkish. That would be Hollywood Nights. That's correct. There you go. The very thought of you, and I forget to do the little ordinary things that everyone ought to do. Shattering things all over the place. What? Things are shattering because the singing is so bad. It's up the academy. You don't remember the terrible acapella group that sings and the oh, glasses oh break? I'm sorry. I, I have blocked that movie yeah. from my memory. Honestly, if you rewatch it, I sing that pretty spot on the way that they I do in the movie. Sure you do. I, I'm so sorry you listened to that multiple times to practice for this moment and we failed you. It just burned into my brain. Here's the next one. Stand by your man. This is actually in two movies that we covered, but only <laughs> one from 1980. Stand by your man. Give him two arms to cling to and something warm to come to when nights are cold and lonely. Blues Brothers. That's correct. Well, the oh. good old Blues Brothers, boys. <laughs> Out of <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Here's the next song. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. And can't stop the music. That's right. <laughs> there is only one river. There is only one sea. <laughs> What's that from? That's from Airplane. That's right. Mexican-Americans love education, <laughs> so they go to night school and they take Spanish and get a B. <laughs> well, that's Chi Chi Chong's next movie. <laughs> that's right. This next one's kind of tricky. On the road again. <laughs> Just can't wait to get on the road again. Honeysuckle Rose. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Tight pussy loose shoes and a warm place to shit. Tight pussy loose shoes and a warm place to shit. Oh, wait, the title's in the song. Shit. <laughs> and that's it. Tight pussy. That was the name of the movie. Santa called his elves together to soup up his old sleigh so Rudolph and the other reindeer could rest on Christmas Day. It's got a million miles to travel and to do it in one day. And that's why Santa Claus has a souped up Santa sleigh. Do you want this one? Uh, I'll take it. Melvin and Howard. Correct. <laughs> uh, this one, I might be a little bit off on the lyrics, but as far as I know, it goes, Figaro, 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 Figaro. <laughs> What's that from? Is that Faso? No. Oh. It's a good guess, though. Oh, uh, he do- You know what? He does sing it in that. <laughs> yeah. That's not in release order. Do you know the other one? Hopscotch? It's Hopscotch. <laughs> <laughs> when Walter Matthau sings it at the border cross. Oh, Okay. That's funny. He does he because he's like, oh, was it you that I thought it was you that died? And he's like, no, 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 I'm in perfect health. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. <laughs> You're totally right. Um, okay, next movie. Uh, see how he dances. See how he looks from side to side. See how he prances. The way his hooves just seem to glide. One trick pony. He's a one trick pony. Mm. Okay. Come on, Richard. You got the album on vinyl. I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Next song. Next song. 
<laughs> I can lick your face. <laughs> I can bite it too. My teeth got rabies. I'm gonna give them to you. I'm gonna go with. Feed me. Feed me. <laughs> Can't you hear me howl? Feed me. I'm a damn dog now. I was gonna go with Times Square. That's correct. <laughs> baby, baby, I just wanna take you where I'm going. You know this one, is mm-hmm. Oh, the idol maker? Yes. I think I, I just know this because Patrick just walks around singing this all the oh, time. Oh, do I? <laughs> I think you I do. I didn't know that. <laughs> like a puppet on a string. Okay. <laughs> like a monkey on a swing. Man is clinging to the ropes of the fantasies and hopes we are dangling. Mr. Boogalow. It's What's ri- that from? It's Richard's favorite. The apple. That's correct. <laughs> uh he needs me, 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 he needs me. What's that from? This is Jess's turn. It's Popeye. That's correct. Where every song is just the lyrics said over and over again. The song There's one too many women in your life. The one you say you love and the one you call your wife. Any which way you can. That's correct. Mm. That's what she's singing on stage, right? Here's the next one. This one's for Richard. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. Come on, you know the words. <laughs> oh, God. Um, This is... Oh, I know it. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Uh, fuck. I, I know the movie. It's... Uh, I know the movie. I I do. I just can't think of the freaking title. It's it's, it's a jazz singer. There you go. Jazz singer. That's it. That took a lot of work. (laughs) That took a lot of work. I tricked you because I picked one of his only non-jazz songs. (laughs) Uh, And this is the last one that I had. Yeah, they may have empty heads, but they're Einstein's in bed. Dumb plants. Dumb plants. Maybe if I tell you the name of the band that sings it. They're either called. Oh. Oh, okay. Or... Go ahead, Richard. Do you remember the name of it? Nope. <laughs> it's not. It's just the Time Zone movie again. It's the Time Zone movie. That's how That's I know it. it. It's time called zone. New Year's Evil. New Year's yeah. Evil. I will never remember that because it's such a lame freaking right. title. That has been your musical segment. Uh, of the day of the year I, every round that that movie has come up i have forgotten the title <laughs> um why don't you guys open some gifts i got you each a wrap gift this is Richard's. oh they're not wrapped by the way they are not wrapped but they are wrap gifts be gentle with them no be careful oh oh, oh okay I think I have it. I think you do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh wow. So these are hand painted by Bill Medea, who I've been following on Instagram. He does these phenomenal miniature paint recreations. And so I got one from a movie each for you that I thought oh, you oh enjoyed goodness. over the course these of the are year. Amazing. That's so cute. What is yours? 
It's the ninth configuration. What is yours? Oh, it's Shogun Assassin. Nice. With the head cut the off, head but he's cut. got the baby. And it's then so Richard great. has the uh, the Jesus Moonland. I don't know if you can see it because of the glare. Yeah, it's oh, that's great. I'll be posting screenshots of both of these on the uh, on did the Twitter account. Did you get for yourself? I did not. Oh. Um, but I, I they turned out so which, great. I probably will get. One. Which one will you get? Um. I need to find a good frame from the island. Mm. Um. That would just, probably be mine. Just Michael Caine cocking. That yeah, the giant gun. It would probably be the gun, That's or maybe amazing. the person at the like on the crow's nest with a bullet hole in their forehead. Um, but either way, yeah. So those are really great, and yeah. uh, I'll put the picture up on Twitter. But uh, sorry, yeah, he's he's an incredible artist, and uh, he also he's been posting lately. Um, he he paints a frame from each episode of The Mandalorian as it comes out. Mm. But uh, they're all these little miniature portraits, and they're really great. And if he's he's ever open for commissions, I thoroughly recommend seeking him out. You can find him on Instagram at Bill Medea. Just double check that that's correct. Yeah, he's on Instagram at Bill Medea. That's B I L L M A D I A, and uh, his work is really phenomenal. And these turned out exactly as awesome as I'd hoped. So, so um, I, I really appreciated it. I have to find a very tiny frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that I'm saying that this thing with the guy's head cut off is so cute. But it is adorable. It is so cute. Yeah. The blood spray is wonderful. It is wispy, just like in the movie. Yeah. I also thought we would take this opportunity to uh, announce our official top tens for the year. Obviously, as we're going, it's hard to keep exact track. And so uh, I, I gave us a little leeway to make adjustments here. And so we've We've corrected our, our top tens uh, to represent how we feel currently about the year. Um, does anybody want to go first or should I go first? Or Yeah, why don't you go first? I'll go first. Um, I'll start from go, 10, go 10 and go and then, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10th place, uh, a late entry, but really solid. Altered States, I loved it. I love the visual effects. I love the performances. I think it holds up really well for what it is, which like a special effects heavy psychological thriller type thing could have been could have aged very poorly and it doesn't uh number nine is heaven's gate which was unfairly shit upon by everyone when it came out yeah. because studios didn't want to make auteur movies anymore yeah. and 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 still and still shit on yeah by mm-hmm. people who revisit it now but it's great and it's deserving of your attention uh number eight is flash gordon uh, every part of this movie works for me. The cast, the effects, the music, the colors, uh, the the action adventure spirit. Um, and it's also just cheesy enough to be an extremely fun watch from beginning to end. I'm going to go out and say that you are being very generous with Flash Gordon. I, I know you believe that. <laughs> uh, number seven for me is The Elephant Man, uh, which, uh, again, the, the story is flawless. I think the performances are incredible. The makeup is wonderful. And David Lynch's direction feels like an authentic uh, 30s film uh, telling the story of this character. Number six is Popeye, which was just, it's been a longtime favorite of mine. But I love the music. I love the look. I love the feel of the town. And uh, all the performances are phenomenal. The casting is perfect for everyone. Number five is Forbidden Zone, which I know is completely insane, but it's endlessly rewatchable for me. And I love the soundtrack, even if half of it is uh, repurposed older music. Um, Everybody's the same kind of crazy in it, and I could just watch it on loop forever. The Island is number four, which for me is the biggest find of the year. This is the first, the, the highest ranked movie that I had not seen prior to this podcast. And it's just perfect in every way 
and again it's a, a situation where the movie was was not reviewed well I, mm-hmm. I think malton called it a bomb earlier in this podcast even and uh it's just so much fun and it's something that i i'm excited to show other people um number three is empire strikes back which is obviously you know space epic adventure everybody knows it uh i don't have to explain why that's here ordinary people number two uh it was the best picture of the year according to the academy and i think it's a rare occasion where they were pretty close to spot on because all the performances are great with particular attention to mary tyler moore's performance i think completely sells the film i think donald sutherland is wonderful it's the it's the only decent donald sutherland performance we got this year um and timothy hutton's great in it too obviously um but it's a real relatable story that uh feels completely authentic and then number one for me and i think for everybody but i i don't know is the shining uh which is just there's there's not a frame to change here the performances are great the direction is great i know it was hell on set but it created the best film of the year in my opinion yeah Right. It's a good solid list. I, I'm I'm surprised that the ninth configuration. That's got, the got that's bumped. the hardest. Uh, that was what I was today struggling to find a way to fit it into the top ten, but it just barely doesn't make it because of just general story weakness. Um, there's really just the one twist, and otherwise it's just vignettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I I love the script and I love the dialogue. I wish I could have found a way to fit it into the top ten, but this is how they ended up. So fits into my top ten. All right. You want to go next then? Sure. Um, So five out of the 10 of my top 10, I had not seen before this year. So that's awesome. You know, I think it's amazing that, you know, but the, like you had said before, my number 10 um, was, is the Island. And that was like the big surprise of the year Mm -hmm. for me. Like I just hadn't seen it and it blew me away and it stayed in the top 10. Forbidden Zone uh, is an old favorite of mine. It'll never, it'll never go down on the list. Yeah. Um, it's there's too many things that I just love about that film. Uh, the Ninth Configuration, I liked it more than you. So, boom, <laughs> it's, it's at possible number eight. You did, but I, I do love that movie, <laughs> and obviously all the performances are great. And there's like nine amazing people in that movie. Yeah, so. it's I think it's really good, and it was a, again a surprise film that I hadn't seen, and uh, you know it's got a really good quality uh filmmaking and acting and i love it all yeah uh number seven for me is where the buffalo roam because i think that film is very rewatchable and i enjoy it every time i've seen it sure uh heaven's gate you said all the things about it i just i want to sing its praises and i want to be behind the campaign to bring it back out of the you know the depths that people unfairly put it in uh five for me is shogun assassin and I think I said it many times throughout the year, which, I mean, this painting that you got me is from it. Like, yeah. it's, these films are in the order in which I'd probably want to watch them again. And Shogun Assassin has got a lot of that cheesy factor, but it is so, so fun and rewatchable for me. Like, yeah. I think, I, like, I hadn't seen it and I want to watch it right now. Like, let's go watch it. Like, let's <sighs> stop doing this podcast and go watch it. All right. Um, Little Darlings, I... I think is an amazing film that is super underrated. Um, I think it deserves a, a, a remake from somebody who really knows what they're doing now because, you know, it it really takes a very delicate know, subject matter. Yeah, it t- it takes it takes it takes a subject matter that I don't think was covered in the '80s, and it handles it awesomely. Like, not it's not condescending. It's it's not. Um, 
you know, with, with without treating them like they're a bunch of kids. Like it's just it's yeah. great. Whatever. It's wonderful. It uh, also really deserves a proper home video release, which it hasn't gotten because of the soundtrack issues. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. I think more people should see this movie because I think it should be coveted just, you know, like other teen movies from the era because it's even better than those other teen movies which yeah. have a lot of sexist and racist shit in them yeah i feel like this meatballs is, got a couple sequels and that's nowhere near the yeah. quality of this is you know purely good writing and acting and you know directing and it's 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 not it's not respected as much as it should be uh empire strikes back is number three um not you know i'm not gonna say anything about that that everybody doesn't know <laughs> uh number two for me is the elephant man I think that's a flawlessly made film. Yeah. Like there is nothing about that movie I would change. Uh, And number one is The Shining because, again, it's a flawlessly made film, except it's got a better story than The Elephant Man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. What do you got, Richard? Um, I feel bad for saying this, that my top 10 remains unchanged in terms of titles. Um, That... Uh, it's the same titles, but I have shifted their order around from from our titles. You mean, or from no from from my my top ten that's my on my public list okay. on my main list is mm. unchanged. However, that I have shifted the order of those. Yeah, 10 that's films. fine. That's fine. I didn't touch my ten films from the year. Like they they stayed exactly where they were when I put them there. I, mm. I think my top ten are still the same. That I just moved the island a little okay. bit. Um. So I have uh number ten. I have Mad Max. Okay. Um. Mad Max is a movie of few words, really, um, and I think that that's uh, a good thing for some a story that's kind of as simplistic as it is. But you look at something like Fury Road, um, where it's it's just a, a component of those films to me as as far the, as they go is just the execution of these kind of stunts and visual effects. Yep. Um, and I and I was like, yeah, and it started a huge revolution uh, of great films, except for one. <laughs> <laughs> are you ripping on beyond thunderdome yes i am ripping on beyond thunderdome that's silly it's like three movies um number nine is airplane uh, uh among many of the films that are on this list it's a movie that i've seen easily a dozen times or more yeah um i could watch it anytime it's always funny it never i never does not get a laugh out of me yeah um i think that was the one that you had that the hardest my, time yeah that was my struggle is that's my number 11 and i'm like i kind of want it in the top 10 but i'm not willing to give up any of the rest of these for it yeah uh number eight um is a bit of a surprise because it's outside of my normal wheelhouse uh is my brilliant career i i really i was like australia taking up a lot of uh yeah right (laughs) space here um and i i I was just like yeah this was really good um it 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 was really good I, i i can't say anything really negative about it i i was captured by it and i feel like this was a movie we did pretty early on yeah it was like uh, f- the fifth episode of the year I yeah think. and and it just it just stayed there yeah um because it was like it i feel like that it's quality filmmaking and and it's a it's a character who doesn't back down mm-hmm. right and i was like that's so great <laughs> doesn't need to end with this romance story yeah i was noticing that a lot in the in the films on the upper end of my list is uh kick-ass women Mm. yeah you know because i had little darlings but also um you know tess is right up there and my brilliant career is right up there and nine to five is right up there they're all like really high on the list and i feel like people in the 80s who were making kick-ass women movies Mm -hmm. knew what they were doing Yeah. yeah it's my turn was up there for me too in the top 15 uh, my number seven is Where the Buffalo Roam. 
again a movie i've seen many times yeah uh bill murray is great i think everything uh, again for much like fear and loathing it's a movie without a plot it, it's, but it's it, it's more about the performance anyway. yeah exactly um it's just these are things that happened in his life yeah or maybe did who knows <laughs> uh <laughs> it's just just his world according to him yeah um number six was just, i love the island so much <laughs> yeah it's great i i'll never forget after i finished watching it i just texted you guys the fucking island yeah <laughs> and you didn't know if it was good or a bad that i was saying yeah. that because you hadn't watched it yet and, i uh, was probably 20 minutes in before i was like no i know what he was saying like <laughs> wh- the minute that fisherman gets his gut sliced open yeah. i was like okay this this already isn't going downhill yeah uh the island it was uh like i think you said it jesse uh, and a major find mm-hmm. like or and you think it, you said but we, i think we've all said it yeah um it it, it was just like blew my mind that i had not seen this um number five is another obvious one for me the blues brothers sure i've watched it many 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 times i'll watch it many more times i i enjoy every aspect of all the people who are in this movie and everyone who just uh it's it's something to behold the music everything about it is great i can't say enough good things about the blues brothers (laughs) um number four uh also i think i think it's I don't know if it was on Jesse's little camera. Or I'm sorry. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Is that on your list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Heaven's Gate. Wow. Wow. What a great film. And I had moved that up on my list. That That is now my number four. Um, I I am still just in awe of the scope of that film. And to know that there is like another two hours <laughs> that I want to see. The like, five hour version. I, yeah. I cannot believe I've ever, I've never said that about a three hour movie. <laughs> Like, I did not watch Cloud Atlas and go, I want to see two more hours of Cloud Atlas. <laughs> and I like Cloud Atlas because it's weird. Yeah. But I I was not – that I, I I tell everyone about this movie that I can who has never heard of it. And people who I do know who have heard of it just go, oh, that movie? You know, it's yeah. like, you know. Well, I, but that's people who have heard of it and not, not seen, seen it, it because they were yeah. told not to see it. Um, so Heaven's Gate, big surprise. I loved it. Uh, number three is my little portrait. The Ninth Configuration. Yep. Uh, another great find for the year. Uh, I I was just blown away by the visuals, by by the comp- just the compelling characters and and this weird idea <laughs> of putting the inmates in charge of the asylum. Uh, <laughs> and that someone got approval to do that. And just the stuff they found room for in the plot where yeah. they're like, oh, uh, jetpack and dogs, dogs doing, doing Shakespeare. Shakespeare. In Nazi uniforms. Yes. Yeah. You're going to sleep in it. Uh, number two, again, obvious, The Empire Strikes Back. Yep. I mean, I was listening to the soundtrack this morning on vinyl uh, because I love this movie. Uh, I have to say, I'm blown away. I, I think I was blown away at the time, and I'm still blown away that this is not your number one. I'm uh, I'm so surprised that... I mean, I, I knew it would be in your top two at least, mm-hmm. but I, I thought for sure it was going to edge out well, your number one. Well, I think it, we, we reviewed it before my number one, I think, right? It, it came out, did it come out? It came out before the show. They came out very close together. I don't okay. recall which one was first. I, you know what? It might have... No, it wasn't the same weekend. That was Blues Brothers I'm thinking of. Uh, because I feel like it was my number one for a time. But yeah, The Shining, yeah. The Shining, absolutely number one film of 1980. Yeah. Uh, I know it wasn't ri- widely regarded when it came out, but. Another it, crazy 
it's so ahead of its time for its time. Yeah. Taking this long, slow burn of a horror film. There's so many Razzie nominees in our top ten. Yeah. It's crazy. How many how many of you did your top ten have you seen before we watched all of these? Uh one, two, three, four, five, six of them. So you had seen six of them. So four mm. of them are brand new to you. Yeah. Yeah. Five of them were brand new to me. The only two I hadn't seen were Island and Heaven's Gate for mm. my top ten. Okay. You'd seen a lot more movies than I have. That's true. But Richard's seen more than me. Have Just he? not from nineteen eighty specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Now we've all seen the exact same amount of 1980 <laughs> movies. That's not true. That's not true. You've no. seen slightly more. <laughs> yeah, I saw Island Claws very re- recently, and that's a that's just a wonderful film. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out Island Claws, uh, or don't. That's fine. Just in time for the holidays. Yeah, <laughs> Island Claws. It's basically like uh, like if Santa were in the Caribbean and he were a giant crab attacking a seaside village, <laughs> not in the Caribbean. Um, yeah, those are our top tens. Those are our trivia points. Those are the themes that we recognized over the course of 1980. I think that's everything for 1980 on film. If you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us on the year, we are Vintage Video Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Whereas I've said before, do we want to talk about our bottom tens or or no? I I think I feel like we'll just be shitting on stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. Okay, it, sorry. It's Caligula. That's my worst film. <laughs> Let's just say our bottom films. All we right. can rip on our bottom films. What's your bottom film, Jess? Nothing personal. They Ooh. killed seals in that one. They Little literally had baby footage seals. of baby seals being clubbed to death. Yeah, in that movie. you club a baby seal, you're at the bottom of my list for the year. I'm warning you, 1981. <laughs> Falling in Love Again was written and directed and starred a 20-something-year-old kid writing a movie about a midlife crisis. Hey, at least it was financed by his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Caligula. Caligula. <laughs> ugh. Not like, for Richard. So many uhs in that movie of just jacking it and just... I, we're talking about the bottom of the list. Yeah. We're trying yeah. to pick bad movies, Richard. I, I yeah, That one had a lot of bottoms. Yeah, it so did. It did have a lot of bottoms. <laughs> I, I I just... just didn't, I do laugh thinking about Peter O'Toole acting and performing while all of that is going on. And wondering... I laugh the, harder at John Gilgood in the hot tub in the corner just going like, I'm going to fucking kill myself in the first scene. <laughs> I'm not going to be in any more of this movie. It's like, what did that room smell like? Ugh. Ugh. Right? We don't need to make this a sensory podcast. That's why I hate it. Listeners, if you have your cards, go ahead and scratch the Caligula square. (laughs) That's what it smelled like in the room. (laughs) And that card should be, uh, as the instructions I provided, a piece of chicken that you left in the sun (laughs) for two days. Don't open any mail for Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's everything for 1980. If you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us, we are Vintage Video Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd, where, as I've said before, you can find each of our full movie rankings for the year. Um, we have adjusted and the way we ordered them over the course of the podcast available there. We can also be found at VintageVideoPodcast.com. Please consider rating us on iTunes to help people find the show. And if you take the time to leave us a review, we will thank you personally in an upcoming episode. If you're feeling especially generous, you can also support the show through patreon.com slash vintage video podcast. In 2020, 
Our Patreon listeners have supported the release of 12 monthly 50th anniversary reviews from 1970. Next year, we will continue the practice and also include mini-sode reviews of 20 belated 1980 titles that we couldn't locate in time to include this year. If you haven't already signed up, subscribing today gives you access to those 12 70s episodes, and by the end of this year, 12 additional reviews from 1971 and 20 mini-sodes, starting with Island Claws, the story of enormous crabs attacking a seaside town. Posting tomorrow morning. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Happy New Year, and we hope you'll join us January 6th when we'll be dropping our first review of the year for Home Sweet Home, which IMDb describes like so. An escaped mental patient steals a station wagon and makes his way to the Bradley's Thanksgiving celebration, where he plans to make them a little less thankful. We leave you now with the trailer for Home Sweet Home. It's 7 a.m. in Los Angeles, and our top story continues to be the intensive police dragnet for an armed and dangerous escaped mental patient. 26-year-old Jay Jones escaped from the Hobart State Hospital for the criminally insane last night after killing an attendant and leaving a guard in critical condition. Jones was committed to Hobart eight years ago after a lengthy and well-publicized trial following the bludgeoning death of both of his parents. We talked with a state police department spokesman shortly after Jones' escape last night. He's extremely dangerous. He's probably armed. He could be on PCP. Jones is Caucasian. Six feet three. 220 pounds with curly brown hair. If you see anyone answering this description, stay clear of him. And notify your local law enforcement agency. Of the story.